This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Good evening, afternoon, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to this channel, my name is Kyle. With me is Ashford and Cooper. What's up, guys? This is America's Off-Road Podcast, where we talk about all sorts of stuff, whether it's trucks, UTVs, camping, America, bald eagles, you name it, we talk about it. Um, But yeah, this is a little podcast we started out of our enthusiasm for being in the outdoors, off-roading. Um, so we appreciate you guys tuning in and today we are going to talk about a little trip that Mr. Cooper went on oh, recently yeah, yeah. In, um, in the old howitzer here. Yeah. Oh, he wearing and, a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. It was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, before we dive in again, all your views, comments, uh, reviews are much appreciated. Um, you can send us questions and we can cover a question on a topic specifically for you, or you can, Maybe ask us to revisit a past podcast and elaborate more. You can do that by sending an email to podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Also, if you guys leave us a review, take a screenshot, email it over to me with a picture of your rig or your campsite, whatever it may be, however you are related to what we like to do in our lifestyle. Uh, Maybe we'll get you a little swag in the mail. Oh, swag. Who doesn't like swag? Right? So, uh, yeah, let's dive into it. Uh, For those of you... That follow us, you are very familiar with the truck Howitzer, yep. which is our Ram twenty five hundred. I love that truck. It every time I take it out, truck. I fall. I fall that much more in love with it. <laughs> you feel, said you say it every time you yeah, come back. Every too. time. I said just the other day, I feel bad for that truck because it's like one of the only rigs in our fleet that gets just beat to death, and then it gets brought back, parked, so forgot sad. about for like six months, and then it's like we need the ultimate vehicle to go somewhere. Sit. What do we take? <laughs> Sit, stay, stay. How about you're in fourth quarter? Um, no, yeah, it's a it's a killer rig. It's earned every mile on it. Um, 
This trip in particular was fun. Uh, Jeremy Purek over at Rock Crawler and uh, Kingdom Crawl, um, or not not Kingdom Crawl, Crawl fifty two eighty, um, put together this little trip. I guess it's going to be on an episode of Kingdom Crawl, but uh, <clears throat> they put this together. Um, two trips, two iconic trails, uh, two days on each with time in between to repair rigs if need be, which we needed. <laughs> and uh, it's the Rubicon and the Fordyce Trail. They, they called the trip the the Rubidice. Rubidice. Yeah. And then nobody else got the memo but me, but this was an overlanding trip. Of course. <laughs> they oh, thought geez. it was rock crawling. They all showed up in their Jeeps. And no, it it was an overlanding trip. The Taj Mahal. Yeah, I brought I brought uh, you know, the smallest rig <laughs> possible. It was definitely the the morning started off in South Lake Tahoe, and uh, on the day we were jumping into <clears throat> the Rubicon, and yeah, there were like eight jeeps in the parking lot where we were meeting, and howitzer, and it was definitely one of those one of these things is not like the others moments. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Funny, and, that's not the first time that that truck's experienced that. No, <laughs> it's, it's no trail, that. trail hero, and and it's always like, huh, that's that's what you're gonna bring. It's like power wagons Ooh. and Moab is the only time it doesn't stand out yeah. as much as it normally. Yeah, does. And there it's just like, oh well, you're cheating. Yeah, <laughs> you're missing like thirty feet of the vehicle. Yeah, you're not driving a school bus through. <laughs> For those of you that have not seen the howitzer, you can go to our homepage at offroadpowerproducts.com and click on vehicle builds, and we got a full load sheet there. It's a really cool truck, um, but yeah. Before it's a we factory regular cab short bed, <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's stock diesel. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't seen the truck, make sure you go check it out because it's got all the parts and everything and uh, a little bio on it. Really cool truck. But mm -hmm. so you pull up in this massive, yeah, ten thousand totally pound stock trail anchor. Yeah, to uh, a bunch of jeeps in a parking lot. Yeah, and you did which trail did you hit first? We started off with the uh, Rubicon, so we. Uh, <clears throat> from South Lake Tahoe, it's a, just shy of two hours to get to the trailhead there at uh, um, Loon Lake. And so we uh, we hit the road. Um, it was a beautiful morning, and that area is absolutely gorgeous. So the drive to the trailhead was rad. Um, we almost uh, we almost ran into a, a bear on the uh, on the highway while we were at it, which that would have been nice. tended to be a reoccurring theme. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> and um, eventually just put howitzer in the lead. So that yeah, just, <laughs> just in case, <laughs> just a V bumper punch it in to, the face to yeah. interrupt. You drove howitzer. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, no. yeah, how he's one of those like I am supremely confident in howitzer's ability to get me where I want to go and get me back, regardless of whether something happens along the way. Generally, I know what is going to happen and and you know what i what i was afraid might happen did actually happen <clears throat> but um so we'll talk about the fix for that too but but you you hopped in howitzer here at, hopped in howie here drove it in spokane washington in spokane for washington the drove it drove it all mm -hmm. the way to um um south lake tahoe met california. up with everyone california and then jumped on the rubicon did the rubicon did four dice and then drove it all the way back that's a big undertaking by itself the by two itself. trails the one trail by itself is a big undertaking then yeah. to throw both of them in it and commit to driving the rig you're taking on them both what to was it and back what was the total mileage oh, that's, that's a good question but no, it's, I don't. it's what 12 
it's like 14 a, down. Yeah, I think it's it's right around 1100, I think. OK. Yeah. Well, in the other <clears throat> testament to howitzer, too, is this is not the first time that you've done that. Oh, no, we did that for the first UA. UA I mean, this this truck is built. I think it's been for everything. It's been more places driving there than it ever has been on a trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Squirrel. Yeah, no. <laughs> first good. day. That, that's what we got to do. <clears throat> first day. So then we get to, uh, we get to, uh, um, oh, yeah, we get to the Loon Lake, the entrance to the Rubicon Trail, and I drive right by the sign, you know, the iconic <laughs> sign for totally didn't notice that pull down there and there are rock buggies everywhere and jeeps like literally toyotas and jeeps everywhere <laughs> and some some of the some of the toyotas were definitely stereo stereotypical rock crawling toyotas like i don't know that there was any toyota left on them <laughs> it's just it had doors, all been okay it had all been <laughs> smashed out of it <clears throat> but uh Get down there and uh, start airing down, and everybody's just kind of chatting and getting to know each other. We're getting to meet everyone else that uh, wasn't in South Lake Tahoe when we got uh, got got going. I, I want to say there ended up being about ten of us, ten vehicles. It's a good um, group. Yeah, it was a good sized group, and they they all had some uh, some background, some experience in it. Dynatrack was there, um, <clears throat> uh, obviously. Uh, Crawl fifty two eighty. Uh, Adam and and Gabe, they were they were there, and then uh, had the rev kit guys, which that's a pretty cool. We'll have to talk about that one at some point in time. Maybe maybe even see if they want to come out and uh, <clears throat> get on the podcast. Yeah, because it it's basically um, uh, a a bank of builds and build info on social media. It's, oh wow! It, it's pretty. It's pretty slick. At least that's the way I understood it from Dan. Dan, if I got that one wrong, <laughs> uh, please come and clarify it with us. <laughs> but uh, Dan and and uh, Mike um, were from there. Our tech was uh, was there. Will Perriman. Um, he uh, he he was awesome. Rockstacker nine thousand. <laughs> he, he was a ball of energy. It was great. Had a, had a great time. The group of people that we had was spectacular to hang out with. So uh, I, I couldn't ask for better cohesion and uh, and overall in the group. So we, we, we get started in and we got a couple of uh, locals that are, are guiding us um, <clears throat> on the way in. And, and we were maybe, maybe, I don't know, 500 feet in and we had to stop at a tree aptly named the beer tree. Oh, of course. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is going to be a, it's gonna be a long <laughs> two days if, if we're stopping at every dream. <clears throat> but uh, we were we were only there for a few photos, and then we carried on. Kind of had to keep moving because there were other Jeep groups coming in, right? And then we didn't want to miss out on the camping spots, and and we had a long ways to go. We had to get to the springs in order to uh, um, get to where we had planned on camping for the night, <clears throat> which was good because you get to the springs, and it's it's a pretty long haul. Yeah, to get there, and and I didn't shy away from any of the obstacles um, to to try and uh, on on the way there. Like I, I took howitzer, I put a tire on everything. I had one of them that I just at at one point I couldn't get through it, so I ended up turning off, which was still a, a pretty gnarly obstacle to get off of the obstacle to right. go around it. <clears throat> so and what kind of what kind of terrain is there for 
rock. It's all all rock, like loose rock and solid rock. Like it's a weird combination. Like you'll get onto some spots and and be crawling it, and especially in howitzer, all of a sudden it's like moving boulders. And when I say howitzers moving boulders, I don't mean like we got little pebbles moving. I mean like boulders, Volkswagens. Like the trail is completely different after I've road graded through there, Jeez. and everybody's just like, really, Cooper, really. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point in time, the front bumper hooked like, yeah, basically a Volkswagen and like flipped it over. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, there we go. <laughs> Felt that one. Gosh. So did you want to be in front of you or behind you at that point? Are you making trails I don't easier? think you were safe anywhere. <laughs> 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 but the, the nice thing about like the Rubicon Trail is uh, they, they, um, they have a lot of really nice amenities. One, there's a, a well-lined out. Um, trail system which you can download or or look at they have maps all over the place to help nice. you know where you are their route route uh, um, mile markers and route numbers for for everything you're going on and then randomly they'll have these nice little outhouses throughout the whole oh very cool. area so like as as far as that goes they they try to make it as as easy as possible for people to come and enjoy the terrain okay. and <clears throat> my understanding they have a lot of bypasses on oh every one of them Every oh, one cool. of them will have a bypass. So. That's cool. With the exception of um, when you're going out, I want to say, I don't remember the name of it. I think it's called the Big Sluice on the way out. And um, Cadillac Hill, of course. Yeah, there are no bypasses there. Right. Like you can turn around and go back out the end um, mm -hmm. and then you'll be fine. Cadillac Hill, no joke. Mm -hmm. At least for me. Like the Jeeps had no problem with it, but you're a little, like, little skinny for yeah, Howie, which that's day two. So we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But um, <clears throat> cruising along day one was was awesome. We uh, had some fun obstacles, uh, ate lunch on the trail and made it pretty, pretty simple with the grizzly cooler and had some sandwiches and dry ice. That is money. that is my go to. That is money. As far as coolers go, if you haven't if you haven't got a fridge freezer and it's funny that how it's doesn't of have a, things, a fridge freezer in it, but <clears throat> had the old uh, grizzly cooler through some dry ice in it. You don't get soggy sandwiches because uh, it doesn't melt and turn into water. It's so much better. And, and everything stays so colder so much longer. Oh, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but don't you uh, just put it and divide it with some cardboard or something like that? Yep, yeah, I'd put cardboard over it. But I, I, would get, I would get more than you think you need. Just because it's really nice once you once you get it to temperature, like you could literally take ice cream with you if you wanted. Side note: dry ice. If you have the <laughs> option of getting dry ice, get it over regular ice. Um, had some good sandwiches though, and uh, just kept carrying on. You know, overlanding like nobody's business, but got a lot of uh, got a lot of uh, interesting looks on the trail. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, there were a lot of really cool rigs. At one point in time, we saw an XJ that had a cantilever rear system on it. That wow. was pretty trick. Dang. Yep. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, it was, it was pretty clean looking. They were from Colorado, came down, hung out. They were camping by the dam, which the, the lake there was awesome. I would have liked to have been able to spend some time because by the time we got there, I was like covered in dust and dirt and hot it was really hot <laughs> and i wanted to jump in but we just get past the dam and uh i tell you what if if howitzer has a fault it is the size of the hood 
Oh, and yeah. The nose. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we just get past the dam and, and we're on our way out. And a couple of the guys are like, oh, there's some gnarly stuff over there. And we're like, oh, okay. So we get it. We get over and, and there was some gnarly stuff over there. And I'm, I'm behind Jared, uh, Jared from Dynatrack. He's in his, his JK, his personal JK. <clears throat> and he's, uh, he's driving up this obstacle. And I'm, you know, I pull up next to him to kind of help yell at him a little bit and heckle, of course, because that's what we're <laughs> all there for to heckle and have fun. <clears throat> and, um, he finally, he finally gets up the, uh, the obstacle. Well, the obstacle's like this. It's sheets. I've got sky in front of me. I can't see anything. I'm like, oh, no, I can't see anything. So I, I wait a little while and then, um, and then I go. And uh, I, I was stopped at the top by a silver JK. Oh. Um, most, most importantly, the tailgate of the silver JK oh. on the bumper of Howitzer because I could not see it. And, uh, and he had stopped at the, uh, Top of the obstacle. Uh, I'm sorry, Jared. Uh, <laughs> the trick is so hard to see. I don't, yeah, for those that <laughs> don't know, it's for somebody like me to try to. I, I drove it. It's impossible. A man. couple hundred miles once, and I could not even see traffic in front of me. Yeah, no, mainly they, because you have the it, seats mounted pretty low, and I'm like a little tight. Guy. Made for six four. <laughs> it's pretty much a. It's a trust fall. Yeah, everywhere you go with it, even uphill. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uphill. So yeah, uh, Howitzer went ahead and kissed the old Dynatrack JK at the top of the obstacle, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Luckily, it didn't break the glass. I was really happy about that. Yeah, it would have stunk. <clears throat> that would have really sucked. And oh. uh, and Jared, uh, he was a good sport about it, and and his his wife uh, Victoria, she was a good sport about it as well. <clears throat> so then we we carry on from there, <laughs> and uh, drop down the big sluice. Um, I want to say, if I've got that wrong, I apologize. I, I swear somebody called it that on the way out. But um, it was known for having a really big tree right in the middle of the trail and then a couple of rocks. And you had to kind of like you were guaranteed to hit the tree. Um, well, the tree recently fell over, I want to say, in a windstorm, which is kind of a bummer. But it made that that little area a whole heck of a lot easier to uh, to huh. get through. Uh, I say that. <laughs> It's all relatively speaking, but uh, had to had to wedge Howie through uh, that. There were quite a few, um, quite a few uh, tight spots, and then you're right on a cliff. And then we got to the bridge, which is kind of a iconic uh, photo op. Got a photo of Howitzer on the bridge. We were about a hundred yards from the the bridge when I I all of a sudden had this moment of panic where I was like what's the load rating on this bridge first of all <laughs> and i saw the picture that does there, not look like a stout bridge no were there are there any width restrictions <laughs> like am i even gonna fit on this bridge and uh luckily i i did so we got past that and then from there it's pretty much a straight shot you end up going through a little camp area out in the middle of nowhere and then on to the springs and uh, we hung out there at the springs um first night um ate you know, like I normally like to eat good. I had a uh, steak, um, long grain brown rice, and uh, asparagus, and it, it was money. Yeah, it was glorious. Nice. I think I think I had more people ask me questions about the Tembo Tusk on this trip <laughs> than any other trip possible. It's such a cool, and, and I think just because I ate so good, right? <clears throat> but um, that was uh, that was a fun night. I turned in relatively early because I was tired. 
um, from driving all the way from Spokane. I, I was the only one without a spotter. So, <laughs> oh no, there were a couple of guys that that didn't have spotters, but they they had buddies they had, with other rigs. They had a jeep that they could see things. Yeah, they had a jeep they could see. They were the spotter. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, went to bed, and apparently we had a, uh, a a bear show up in camp. Fantastic. Yeah, and and the bear liked howitzer also, probably because well. I'm me and I was in howitzer and I cooked everything right there and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> hey, little guy, <laughs> you want to wrestle? Seriously. <laughs> so bear showed up. I slept right through it all. It was totally fine. <clears throat> Woke up the next day, made myself a, a pretty epic um, breakfast. And uh, we got the day uh, started late that day um, just because um, – we had to wait for uh, some of the Jeepers, the local Jeep club. They were coming into the Rubicon Trail in reverse to go do some maintenance to get ready for Jeepers Jamboree. Oh, cool. Which was coming in the week after. So they were supposed to be by us around 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. I think it ended up being closer to like 1 or 2 in the afternoon. But Ooh, it's wow. <clears throat> so it was a long day of sitting there. You're just waiting for them so they don't. Yeah, because they were like to each other on the middle of 40, the trail 40 rigs and there'd be no there'd be no like turnaround, back around, no nothing, because it was gotcha. pretty much Cadillac Hill after that. And uh Cadillac Hill is no joke. You're right on an edge. Like it, it's probably fine again in a Jeep or something a little bit smaller, but in Howitzer where you can't see and they got these huge boulders everywhere and trying hmm. to trying to get around all that. It uh it was fun, but Howie took it like a champ, did really good. I love the rock sliders on that thing. I oh, use yeah. them I use them all the time. I think they got, they, at least it looks like they got used more this trip than they have Absolutely. in a long time. They completely got more use on this trip than any other place. Yeah, they those are, are killer beat. They are. They are beat. They need a little love. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we got out of, uh, out of that and... Um, they had the uh, next day slated as a day for people to um, repair repair their vehicles, anything they had going on. And there were a few guys that had some issues with some uh, um, brakes and lockers engaging and steering and track bar brackets and things of uh, of that nature that needed some real attention. At one point in time, we we'd had um, <clears throat> yeah the track bar bracket itself like completely rip off of one of one of the vehicles and we figured out how to like finagle that back together with a, a trail repair, which held up for the remainder of that trip. And then, huh? um, that Friday was much needed for them to, uh, rebuild something that would, uh, get rid of the bump steer and be a lot sturdier. And they, and they got it huh? done. It was awesome. So that, uh, next, uh, I, I ended up driving to Truckee, um, got a hotel room and then, uh, the next day, cause howitzer was, was good. I went out, threw a wrench on everything, checked it all, threw some uh, grease on some joints, um, put some uh, more air in the tires, made sure they were good for our drive to Fordyce. And then uh, I went and played tourist. Went cool. checked out a, a place called uh, Vikings Home, the Emerald State. I um, saw that. Emerald, Emerald State Park there at uh, South by South Lake Tahoe. It's uh, Emerald Bay. That's it. Emerald Bay State Park. <clears throat> and um man it's like a a one mile hike from the parking lot which i i don't know how people do it in california like <laughs> that place was so crowded 
Oh, really? Like uh-huh. parking. I had to park like a mile and a half away from the parking lot, which was a mile hike uh, down geez. to the house. So I ended up uh, <clears throat> um, hiking in and yeah, there are just people everywhere. And then went and did the uh, tour of the, the old home, which the whole, like if you get an opportunity to go check that out, it's pretty cool. I want to say it was 1949 is when it was built. And it was by um, this, uh, this uh, lady, Helen, that um, <clears throat> her dad had had money from uh, investments and things like that. And then she'd had some money um, from her uh, marriage from her uh, late husband. And so she bought the whole bay and then built this house based on a bunch of designs and things that she saw in uh, Scandinavia in Norway when she went over there That's to killer. visit. So like the whole house is like huh. all Scandinavian inspired and it's wrap around like a castle. And it was, it was That's incredible. Huh. Um, really cool. cool. Little history lesson, little lesson on the area. And, and I got a good workout in. I can, yeah. it was really hot. <laughs> no kidding. <clears throat> and then, um, and then just, uh, Got some sleep because I knew Fordyce was going to be no joke. So uh, the next morning, we all end up meeting at a, uh, a grocery store in Truckee. Um, had to do some last-minute repairs. Ended up having some issues with a couple of beadlock rings. Um, luckily, there was an Ace Hardware there, which, I, side note, Ace Hardware has, like, the best hardware section oh. of any store you can go to. I totally, totally like agree. Ace. Uh, it our is, area, I like supporting them, too. It's the go-to. <clears throat> so the beadlock rings on Howie or no, the okay. beadlock rings on, uh, on Jeremy's, uh, yellow Corona coronavirus Jeep, the stretched <laughs> uh, jail, which was awesome. And it worked great. Nice. Um, what's the distance between Rubicon to Florida? Like, oh, you're maybe an hour drive. Oh, hour okay. That's not bad. No, okay. not bad at all. From Truckee. It's, it's 26 minutes to the trailhead. Oh, hmm. So hopped on, uh, hopped on the freeway, powered on over, got to uh, the parking lot for um, Fordyce, and let me tell you, things get tight on Fordyce. <laughs> it is a narrow, narrow trail. <clears throat> but uh, aired down in the parking lot, met a few people that had gone through the water crossings. There were, um, I think, three water crossings that we ended up doing uh, there, maybe four. Um, but uh, the first one, God, we got to that, and it was, it was a good time for for lunch by that point in time. So we pulled over, and I ate a couple of big sandwiches, and then uh, it was hot, so we jumped in, and the water was absolutely amazing. <clears throat> but uh, I, at that point in time, we'd been playing leapfrog with a group of people, um, and this was like the second time that uh, they'd passed us. So. Um, we ended up carrying on. We, we had a campsite in mind. We ended up not getting it because um, they, they made it to it. And the, the whole saying, everything happens for a reason, was perfect because we carried on a little bit further. And um, <clears throat> their campsite was right before Winchill 1. Uh, we got there and Winch, Winchill 1 was, it's no joke for anyone watching this Google machine, YouTube machine, <laughs> windshield one, four dice. Um, but that day was the overland rigs day. That's right. You guys all hear me out there. <laughs> Jeremy Purick. You guys all hear me. Uh, I, uh, I went right up it. 
and now it's her like no problem nice. it was Could it, it become was the anchor vehicle for all the jeeps that couldn't make it up no only one other rig came up it no kid yeah everybody uh. else was like nope this is going to be too much work <laughs> so <laughs> and, there was a bypass uh, so there was a bypass for that one nice. yep and the bypass was still gnarly <laughs> so <laughs> yeah but uh Ended up hitting windshield one, carried on. We ended up hitting windshield two, um, which was also a fun one. You get like there's this angled rock and uh, in howitzer, the weight just kind of makes things a little bit in the wheelbase because it's enough that if you get up the one part, you're going right. to belly out. So you kind of got to come into it at an angle. And then there's a tree on one side. So you're like, I got this one little window that I can be in and this. This was a, another one of those opportunities. Just so you guys know, we, we had a, another episode we did about lockers and locker use. <clears throat> and uh, this one, I had to turn the rear locker off because the rear locker kept washing out the rear. It kept washing it off of the rock where it wanted right. it to stay. So it was front locker only until I got far enough up that I knew I could re-engage the rear. And then I could hit hit the big part of the uh, obstacle the way i needed to and and it was one of those like both front and rear were hitting at the same time so i kind of <laughs> had to whoop house boop, bumper boop, give her a little bump uh but uh we got through that and uh end up getting up to the top of the hill and they're like yeah once you get to the top of that hill you'll be able to look right down and see the campsite well we're all standing there i'm i'm in the lead and i'm we're looking we're looking forward for where this campsite is and, and completely missed the fact that it was down the hill to our left, which I ended up, <laughs> I ended up noticing, Oh no, it's right over there. Look at that. It's perfect. So we pulled down there. It is the most beautiful campsite I have ever, ever been at. Is that the one that has pictures of like the, the pond waterfall and the pond yeah. and the river coming through it. That and looks like, killer. It was, it was spectacular. That's rad. So uh, got down there, got uh, I got a really primo spot for the old howitzer, got everything all set up, and then uh, made tacos. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good one. Had uh, had street tacos on the old trail. It was awesome. Nice. Right, right next to howitzer. So wouldn't you know it, we had another baron camp. Let's <laughs> match in that. Yeah, only this this time it like it was in camp. <laughs> like some people were. In some burrito, you know, uh, hammocks. Oh, yeah, like little swag or hanging bags out in, or something. Hanging out in hammocks. Oh, jeez. And uh, they they kind of freaked out, Gabe. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, luckily, uh, Eric from uh, Jeep Works was pretty quick on the draw there. Hit the old panic button on his Jeep, and that it scared the bear out of there real quick. <laughs> but, um, oh, that's funny. The uh, He didn't take, like, your, your beef grease and just kind of sprinkled around other people's I, tents. I, I dumped it out of the tembo tusk right there right next to right next to where i was sleeping why because hey little guy want to wrestle oh. <laughs> are they mostly just black bear down there then yeah 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 i i, I don't know it, it was like a brown color but they were it wasn't very big like it wasn't anything that you know I'm, i don't know it was like a big dog <laughs> about the sizing i could say on it you know but uh so we end up uh having that excitement at like two o'clock in the morning and everybody wakes up and starts to an alarm yeah chatting and what's going on and uh <clears throat> and then uh, head back to bed go back to bed How, could you imagine the guys in the hammock like 
Oh, there was a bear two feet from me. Yeah, I'll just go back to bed. Yeah, I had no problem going hey, back Cooper's to bed. Like, go back they, I think like two two of them ended up piling into a tent with one of the other guys, and one of them oh, ended up man. sleeping in a jeep in, in the seat. He's like, no, I'm going to sleep in the passenger seat. Yeah. I don't blame him, man. Yeah. That freaked me out in a hammock. Meanwhile, you go up in your tent and pull the ladder up. Yeah, I didn't even have the ladder. I'm like, no, I'm going to. I'm just climb right in, crawling in it anyway. Jeez. But uh, yeah, I wake up the next morning and let me tell you, the sunrise was coming up over the uh, the waterfall and it oh, was that's cool. spectacular. Um, made myself a huge breakfast and then uh, I went and jumped in the, uh, the, the pond there. Nice. Cold? Oh, it was brisk, but it was so good. It was so perfect. It was I exactly bet. what I was filthy from the day before. <laughs> like the amount... The dust on that trail was like talcum powder. So oh, no. Like the <laughs> fan alone on, on Howitzer would come on and it just, woof, woof, there are clouds of talcum powder like everywhere. Jesus. You're like, oh, man. And I bet that's like nature's coffee, too, jumping into a cold pond in the morning. Oh, it was so good. Every time we go camp, I, it's like a priority. Find water. One is <laughs> we got to camp next to water. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like that white noise. Oh, it oh, helps me. Oh, it, it, it helps me. It is so perfect. Yep. Um, so we, we get done with that, and we've still got, like, windchill three, four, and five, and they're no joke, especially um, four. Four? No, it might have been three. Yeah. Windchill three, gnarly. <laughs> like, gnarly. Well, Tight, big boulders, <clears throat> technical. Huge boulders. Yeah huge boulders super tight super off camber um super technical and uh wouldn't you know it i broke the front air locker in half before we even got there oh yeah yep <clears throat> i'd gone around an obstacle and then saw another line and told a couple of guys hey go that way that'll be way cooler and and then i proceeded to back down so that i could go that way as well <laughs> no. and uh nope nope it uh it ended up being how he was too wide and it wedged the front tire so hard in there that oh geez popped the carrier in half and i was like really <clears throat> now side note uh that might have been the fifth one of those that uh, that's happened to arb <laughs> arb usa in case you're watching this so just a am <clears throat> nine and a quarter yep but here's the thing like they'd never had an issue with it. And uh, Carl from Nitro Gear and I had had a conversation. I'm like, well, how many people are using Ram trucks the way I use them? And this is like uh, quite a few years ago. Like yeah. How I, this was with Sledge, like the first year I had it. So that's what, like five years ago? Yep. <clears throat> and um, he ended up talking with the guys at ARB over in Australia and they went and redesigned it. Well, when you use that, that carrier in the front on a nine and a quarter, you got to use a, a spacer that's like an eighth inch. Well, when you look at the carrier itself, that's an eighth inch of material that is taken off of that. So you end up with only like this much material for your ring gear mating surface right. on the locker. You have to run a ring gear, ring gear spacer. Yeah. So that's where it fails, though, because it gets so thin on the carrier, you break it right there. Well, they came out with a newer version of that that has, instead of machining that eighth of an inch out, they left it all there. So it's a way beefier set. Right. Mm. But we did not have that. Oh. 
So I'm guessing we will soon. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> what I'm hoping is ARB USA. Someone at ARB ends up watching this and they're like, ooh, ooh, we can't have that. Five times. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they help us out with a new carrier. But <clears throat> I'll tell you what, this that was one of those moments where I was like, the moment it happened, I knew it. And well, I didn't know it right away. We thought it was the hubs. Initially, I thought I blew out one of the hubs and I still had three wheel drive and it did push along there for a little bit longer. And then we realized that wasn't working. And then we tried pulling the hubs apart to see if one of them was destroyed and if there was a way that we'd be able to just engage it full time. And then we tried to make the hubs like engaged full time in case that was it. Now that was working, got done with that little experiment. I, um, also, side note for anyone that is the moment you have a failure like that in the front, you need to make everything as easy as possible. In the front. Right. Don't overthink it. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I immediately aired up the tires to full pressure so that they wouldn't fold over the obstacles that I was trying to winch over. They'd be more apt to roll over it and stay, uh, stay inflated. So I didn't have to work against that. Um, and uh, I tell you what, the guys were they were they were such good sports. Like they were so good about, uh, sticking around and helping out. And, uh, <clears throat> it was a long, long day. <laughs> we ended up, uh, not getting off of the, um, trail till about, I think it was like 1130. Oh, geez. So you pulled a lot of cable. We, I broke the winch cable on howitzer. Um, had to pull the winch cable off of the Dynatrack Jeep because the Dynatrack winch was about to fall off the front of the Jeep. Oh, we spooled uh, my winch with that um, that winch cable. And then it, it was probably, if nothing else, that day on four dice was a lesson in recovery because we used all the tricks. We used <laughs> all the winch extensions. We used all the snatch blocks. We used all the vehicles. I'm pretty sure the uh, rev kit guys, Jeeps, both of them are now stretched out an additional <laughs> six inches. <clears throat> and that was for free guys. I'm not even going to invoice you for that one. And, uh, we, um, we, we had a lot of fun and, and by the time it was all done, we were happy to be off the trail, but everybody was in such good spirits about it. And, and I, I never liked being that guy. Right. That has to, <clears throat> has to be helped. I don't, I don't know that anyone does, but, uh, uh, I can tell you, uh, it couldn't happen with a, a greater group of guys. Like it was phenomenal. And I did get a little redemption. Windchill five. <laughs> I, I, I rotted that whole thing in two wheel drive. Just I drove the, down. Oh yeah. Drove <laughs> the whole thing in two wheel drive. And it was like, one of the coolest experiences ever because it, it was no joke. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a legit hill, but uh, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Redemption time. <laughs> we I'm ended up we ended up getting off the trail about an hour before the rest of the group, though. Yep, that's right. <laughs> How many times have you seen somebody break something and then they get frustrated? Yeah. And break, break everything, else. everything else. Like I, you break a front U joint. And then I've been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been that guy. And that's why I was like, well, we'll just have some fun. I'm pulling winch cable today. <laughs> Luckily, there were a lot of people there to, to help out. And they, 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 they were all, they all brought their A game. It was awesome. So everybody was safe. Everybody got off the trail uh, with all the digits they started with. And uh, 
we we have quite the story for it. And I think uh, in these upcoming um, episodes on Kingdom Crawl that uh, I think it's going to be pretty slick. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Well, and that's the couple points I want to touch on is one, when you mentioned like when you knew that happened, it's like this is going to be, a, if anything, that was a day and a lesson in recovery. Mm-hmm. That's one, one of the really cool things about off-roading with your buddies, whether it's snow wheeling or just just you know, simple wheeling trip with your friends. It's almost fun to a certain extent, not that something breaks, but like yeah. to, to refresh those that skills. Opportunity. And yeah. To really yeah. get your hands dirty and use the equipment. That no, you, I would rather it have been on truck. someone else other than right. me, but yes, I do enjoy that. Yes. <laughs> and then the camaraderie that comes with all of that. Oh, it's yeah. like, it's just such a great industry and, and the people that are a part of it is, is awesome. Almost like trail failures. Every time I've had a trail failure, it like in the purest way, it like resets your man. What am I looking for for the word? Like you start to masculinity. You, sure. You just like, like you got to start chest. Like I know no. what to do. I know what to do. Well, you just get into that area where you're like, you're not sure how you're going to get out of it. You yeah. got to start thinking, but you, you got to prioritize the importance of things yeah. and then start working from there and not the fun factor because now all the the hard stuff is really hard and the easy stuff is also really hard right (laughs) it just becomes such you know when you get through the obstacle you get done with that trail day it may have sucked that whole day but you know a week later you look back on it and you take all that experience moving forward and you look back i mean it makes the greatest greatest stories totally it's what we'll probably remember the most that time cooper was a trail anchor (laughs) Like Kyle, that the time Kyle forgot to turn. <laughs> yeah, don't follow me, Kyle. <laughs> what? Yeah, it is true. I mean, when when the worst case scenario stuff happens and everyone walks away with it, it does turn into the coolest stories. But yeah, that's exciting. And it, the other cool thing too is like this is kind of the first big trip since the pandemic. Yeah, you know everything's starting to kind of come back to life. Uh, yep. Shows are opening up. I know Trail Heroes coming up soon. So. Uh, it was pretty cool to see Howitzer get out there and get it, get on some trails. Yeah, with, and I, with other I went people. to an area in California where I didn't have to wear a mask. That's and awesome. It was awesome. That's surprising. <clears throat> yeah, Truckee. Truckee is an amazing little town. Huh. I mean, Truckee is not that great. Don't go to Truckee. Don't go to Truckee. <laughs> Sorry, Truckee. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's awesome. I'm glad Howitzer made it back. And yep. Again, to top off this little story of Cooper's, drove it he there. drove it all the way yeah. home with no issues, which yeah. is, I think, says a lot about that rig and uh, what it's capable of. So, oh, so I assume you popped her in two-wheel drive, unlocked the hubs, and <clears throat> yeah, hit the road. We ended up pulling the the hubs back apart because we'd we'd made them full time, and then uh, yeah, put it in two-wheel drive and no vibrations, no nothing, good to go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's you know, good thing to note there is there's start with the the real basic stuff i see so many times trail failures and people like just overthink it like i broke a ring and pinion or i broke this or broke that and it ends up being something just so simple teeny that you could call a tow truck (laughs) i gotta get a tow truck we gotta like it it could be very simple um so you check in the hubs i mean i I had that exact same experience on my own rig that i thought i had broken axle shaft and i looked into Mm. it and i thought i broke a ring and pinion and it ended up just being a hub and I went through all this hassle, come to find out it was just a broken drive flange or the inner slug. Mm-hmm. Um, the little star in it failed. And I did the exact same thing. I just got some cardboard, cut it out, shoved the drive slug over the inner axle shaft to hold it in place. Right. Put the cap back on and wheeled the rest of the weekend. Right. 
done. And and it could be it could be that. It could be 10, 15 minutes and you're not a burden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or in my case, it's 10 or 15 minutes and then you're still a burden. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh well <laughs> well i'm glad you guys had fun i'm looking forward to seeing that episode air uh where can they find it i don't know yet don't that's know a good yet question but we'll we'll, we'll definitely you know. have a link tune into our social cool. media because that's uh most likely where we'll post the link um so make sure you guys go to our instagram youtube facebook uh subscribe like get all those notifications so you can stay up to date on all the information like that yeah again thanks for tuning in coop glad to have you back and on the podcast Ooh. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Booyah. See you guys. Later. Later.